Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Welcome to the campfire. Good to have you. And I know what some of you are thinking, campfire. We're, we're holed up here in, in winter, just, you know, sitting by the fire and drinking hot cocoa. And in the meantime, Peggy and her friends are out at the campground. And so Peggy went with a group of all women travelers. Yep. And uh, you can't let that cold stuff stop me. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Neither so, rain nor sleet nor. No, wait, that's not me. No, that's it was. The, it was, that's the mailman. Yeah. Well, you were delivering. You were delivering stressless camping. I was. So it was how girl was that? camping weekend. Yeah. So so how was your trip? It was fantastic. It was wet, but that didn't stop us from sitting around and chatting all day. And we actually, a couple of the girls had a cabin at the campground. So we just kind of hung out in the cabin and, and drank hot chocolate and other things (laughs) (laughs) and talked all day. Fireball. We actually um, were so busy chatting that we didn't even play games or anything. We wow. just talked. We just that's, sat and talked and bundled up and kept warm and dry. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, Peggy's was the only RV in the entire, well, the only paid <laughs> RV. There's, the owners have one there, but it was, it was kind of well, cool. Well, there was so. somebody there the first night, but they left in the morning. All right. So I wanted to talk about tolls, RV tolls. Um, apparently, there are a lot of roads on the eastern half of this wonderful country that have tolls and there's this toll authority and that toll authority Hmm. and all these various ways of paying a toll and if you don't have their transponder then you uh then you have to go in the cash only lane and they may be narrow and blah 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 well there's a company like a transponder for every system yeah so we have that Wow, we have one, right? <laughs> well, right. We, I mean, for us in California, but yeah. even then, it's still a, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there's a company called Transcore that introduced an RV toll pass with nationwide coverage, the whole, oh. the whole U.S. And apparently, according to the press release we got, this company has this doohickey that lets you go through pretty much most of the toll plazas. And just sail on through. So wow, that's awesome. It is kind of cool. Now, you still have to pay the stinking tolls. Well, right, but at least you don't have to wonder if you have the right transponder or wait in line for the cash payers or have the cash. Yeah, what if you don't have enough cash for... Because I know on the Golden Gate Bridge, they would charge you by the axle. Well, heck, you've got four axles on yeah. you know, truck and trailer, basically. And so... It, it was expensive. Anyway, yeah. that's, a, that's a cool thing, and we have a link to it in our show notes. And somebody asked, where are the show, what are these show notes you keep talking about? So those are notes that I include in the podcast itself. So let's say you're looking at this on Apple Podcasts. The notes will be there. But also on our website, Stressless Camping, the notes will be there and uh, they will have links to anything we talk about here on the podcast. So if you want to follow along on our website or uh, 
look on your show notes in whatever podcast program you are using or app as they're called nowadays. <laughs> um, Get with it, Grandpa. <laughs> right? Hey, they were... Pro- they Back in my day, they were programs. <laughs> back in your day, they were stone tablets and right? chisels. No, they were punch cards is, is oh, gosh, how far yeah. back I go. And I still remember... And you know who you are if you listen to this. <laughs> uh, a final exam with punch cards where this guy was running across the quad with his box of punch cards and he tripped and <gasps> fell and no. they were not numbered. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Guess who failed the class? Oh, my goodness. One me. One me. Anyway, some of you are like, what are punch cards? You'll just I don't look, know, just Google, Google it. it. We're not putting that no. in our show There's not going to be a, uh, yeah. Well, maybe I'll put an article to what punch cards are on Wikipedia or something. Okay. Who, who It'll make everybody so glad that all they need is two thumbs nowadays. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> I mean, geez Louise, that's, uh, yeah, goes back a ways. Anyway, anyway. now that I've dated myself, because <laughs> nobody else will, uh, <laughs> I want to also draw your attention, while you're on our website, we have our discounts and deals. That's and right. That's that, a great page to look at. Yes, because what it has is all of the ways we have tried to uh, talk to people who want to work with us into giving you a deal. Yep. And uh, so all the ads that we mention on the podcast and whatnot, they're always there with the latest deal. Truthfully, I spend part of my day trying to work out deals for you. So. That's something to look at. Discounts and deals, and it's available on any page of our website. So check them out. Yeah. And speaking of stuff on the internet to look for, uh, we have the coolest guest this week, uh, Curtis Coleman. The who, creator of coolness. Right. Well, <laughs> no, he created our village, which is coolness. That is cool. So I guess he's the creator of coolness. Well, you know, you got to alliterate once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> Curtis Coleman is the creator of our village. Well, you know what? Let's. Let's start with Curtis. Let's Curtis, let him uh, tell us about it. It is a real pleasure to have Curtis Coleman from Our Village here today. And that is spelled R-V-I-L-L-A-G-E dot com. And Curtis, welcome. Oh, well, thank you so much, Tony. It's good to be here with you. <laughs> For those of uh, our audience who don't know what Our Village is, what is Our Village? Uh, that's a great question. Our village, which is not a, a lot of people confuse it. They think it's RV village, but it's not. It's our right. village. It's a little bit of play on words um, with the phrase our village and then the RV. So our village. It's a location aware social network for RVers, RV dreamers, uh, nomadics, people that are uh, looking to, you know, starting to investigate the lifestyle. It's a, uh, th- you can think of it very much like a Facebook, except the difference is, is that we're really the only site that connects people to each other based on where you're located, which is a very, very high value proposition because it turns out people that are getting into the RVing lifestyle, one of the things that they don't think about is that you lose your built-in community when, uh, from your home. And so building a community on the road is super important. And so our village gives you the opportunity to do that. Yeah, and it's super cool. So you, uh, for example, can check into a campground. So let's say I'm at the ABC campground and you check in and uh, 
you'll see, oh, there's a couple other people, and you can invite them to come over for cookies or beer or whatnot, or they may have invited you. And it's a great way to meet other RVers, and you find that you may end up meeting the same people here and there at different campgrounds. So it really increases your community. It's it's a super neat service. And last I looked, there's over 176,000 people on our village. So if you're yeah, not a member. We get a new member on the site right now, about one every uh, every two to five minutes, we get a new user. And it's, uh, it's growing very, very quickly. And to your point, Tony, not only can you connect with people in the RV park you might be staying at, but also in the area. So you'll get notified if anybody arrives within a 20 mile radius that is on the platform. And it's a wonderful way you just, you'll get a notification that says someone new has arrived in your area and you click it and you can go and look at their profile and see if there might be a connection. But where the magic really happens is when you've been on it for a while and you've made those connections and then you end up in another location, you get a notification that somebody's arrived in your area and it's somebody you already know. And that's exciting because now you're contacting them and saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're right down the road from us. Let's get together and have dinner. And, and it creates for a, uh, a really easy way to stay connected with people. Yeah, and one of the best parts of our village is it's absolutely free for the user. Yes. So uh, in addressing that, we follow the Facebook, Google model. There should be no barrier for entry in being able to connect with people. Uh, Google follows that model. They say there's, there shouldn't be any barrier to be able to get information. And uh, Facebook says you shouldn't have to pay uh, for the service to be able to connect with people that you already know. And in our village, the, we follow the same model that you shouldn't have to pay for access to be able to connect with other nomadic people as you're traveling. So it's absolutely free to use. It always will be. We do have a kind of a higher level of membership, which removes the ads on the site. And it gives people, I think, a, uh, a way for them to feel that they're being a patron of the site and they want to see it succeed and be, and be there for the long haul. And so we have a gold membership level as well. And what does that cost? Well, it depends. You can do it for on the page when you go to it. Uh, we leave it up to people to choose what they want. You can do it for three dollars yeah. a month and have it just billed monthly, or you can do it for uh, I think five dollars a month or eight dollars a month, uh, whatever you feel it's worth it to you. Or you can do twenty nine dollars a year. Oh, that's and, that's yeah, cool. So we do it that way rather than tell them it costs this to do this. We, you know, some people can afford more, and some people can't afford more. Some people are more comfortable with paying it once a year, and some people are just want to do it by the month because they want to get information right now. They don't even know if they're getting in the lifestyle yet. Yeah. And, and to your point of finding people in your tribe, there are, I don't know how many groups, there's a, a ton of groups that people have created. Um, I am in the beer travel group. I am in the <laughs> railroad uh, group. And, uh, but there is, I mean, if you're missing, for example, let's say you go on the road and you miss the community of your religious institution or whatever your hobby is, stitching or sewing or, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, there is very likely a group of 
like-minded people among those 176,000 people on our village. Yeah, that's one of the most exciting things that's happened within the platform is uh, we created an area where people can create their own groups. And there have been over 3,000 crowdsourced groups that have been created by people. Some of them, some of them you know, only have a couple of people in it because they created the group and didn't do anything with it. But there are all of the big subjects like boondocking, which is, you know, camping off the grid and uh, uh, and full time RVing and a lot of the big clubs like escapees um, and, you know, boondockers welcome and thousand trails. They all have uh, very big and active groups. And in the, you know, like beer travel um, is a very active group. There's also a, uh, you know, RV tips and tricks. Uh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> and people post a lot of things in there and these groups ha- these groups have thousands of people in them and if you're looking for information uh if you're a newer rver and you're wanting to really learn about uh about how to do this i highly recommend that you get into our village and immediately get into the groups and and start posting questions there because you'll get a ton of answers the um the interesting thing about it is that people say, well, there's plenty of groups in Facebook and when, why not do it there too? This isn't an either, or it's a yes. And, and the difference with Facebook is that Facebook is a very deeply personal space, right? So a lot of people don't want to share their, uh, their profiles with other people. So they keep them hidden. They keep, you know, parts of their profile hidden. Whereas in our village, you don't have to use your, uh, your first and last name, you could be vagabond on the road or whatever username you choose. And, uh, the users are what are referred to as, um, self-identified, which means that they're identifying themselves as an RVer first, not as their person. So it's a much freer kind of area to exchange ideas and that sort of thing. And so you'll find that people are, are very, very active on it. And, um, I hope that addresses that, but the groups are, yeah, they're wonderful. You're, you're only a member of a few. I think I'm a member of several hundred of them. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I have to do our village is not my full-time job, uh, but it certainly <laughs> could be. <laughs> and I, one of the I things, get it, I get it. Um, to your point of usernames, if you don't want to I, be identified as John Doe or Jane Doe, uh, you're right. It, there's a lot of valid security built into that where you could just dole out whatever information you want. You could be the, you know, the Winnebago travelers or whatever the heck it is. And that is an added level of security. So if you're a, for example, we, we have a lot of solo female travelers who listen to this podcast. Sure. Uh, it's a great way to find friends without truly letting anybody know that you're a solo female traveler. Right. Yeah. So let me talk about that. Cause that's a really, uh, very important piece, um, of how the platform works. So a lot of people think, well, if I go into our village and I tell people where I am and they can see that I'm in RV park, ABC, well, then they can go and rob my house. And when you think about it, that's really actually not even remotely, possible. And the reason is, is for anybody to do that, they would have to a know your real name, 
And if your name is Vagabond Traveler, then they wouldn't know what your name was. They would have to know your address, wouldn't they? They'd have to know where you actually live. Exactly. Nobody puts that in their profile stuff. Also, we don't recommend that you put your social security number in your profile as well. Uh, so nobody's got that. So they'd have to know your, they'd have to know who you were on our village and your physical address. They would also have to know that you were on our village, right? So they would have to go in there and be able to find you easily that way. And chances of all of those things coming into play are that it's already somebody that you already know deeply well. And I always suggest to people that what you may want to consider is choosing your friends more carefully. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) <laughs> and um, but it's nobody's going to be able to rob your house because you said you were in this RV park in our village. We also do not uh, put that information out there to the greater world wide web. So everything is behind a firewall um, so that you can't access that information publicly. Uh, another thing I, I noticed is that you don't have to specifically tell people where you are. So let's say you're boondocking and you want to be really away from people you don't have to indicate that you're there, you know, in the middle of the desert. Whereas you, when you then go to an RV park, for example, you could say, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm in space 39 of the, of Clear Lake campground or whatever. So there. Right, exactly. So if I'm, let's say I'm in uh, let's say I'm boondocking in the Phoenix area and I put down my location as I'm boondocking, it will ask you what town you're boondocking. And you can say Phoenix, somebody would have to search for years to be able to find you. You yeah, know, that by driving place. the streets because it doesn't put a dot which which tree you're standing next to. <laughs> it just says that you're in Phoenix, Arizona. And you can also set your location to I'm traveling. And then that removes you from the map completely. Um, and a lot of people will use that function when they're actually traveling because they don't want to really get notified when people arrive in their area. But our village does not, um, it's not like some of these apps that has that blue dot that's following you around. Right. It's, it, that's not how the system works. We, uh, we're, we're RVers that actually built our village, so we understand the psyche of the nomadic RVer. And one of the wonderful things about being uh, an RVer is that we have what I call the unobserved life, which is we really like our autonomy. And we don't want something following us around. And so we've left it as an at-will set-your-location platform so people can set it at will. I hope that makes sense. So, From my perspective, you really have security covered. You, you give people the choice, and they can state where they are and when they are. And, and as I said, we have used it with great success where we're at a campground and said, hey, we're in space 39, because I looked at our profile, and it was like, oh, you know, the... I don't remember another traveler came over and, Hey, we're on our village too. And it was super cool. So awesome. um, I, I love one of the things I love doing is uh, using the get together feature. So we have this feature on there where you can literally just click a button and create a get together. And it could be at your coach or it could be even at a, you know, at a restaurant for happy hour that's near you. And then you can invite uh, any RVers that happen to be within proximity of you. And um, I, I use it all the time. And people, uh, people are using it constantly, and it's a wonderful way to just get people together. You just click the button, and you fill out the thing where you're going to be and what time, and then invitations get sent out, and you go down there, and you show up, and lo and behold, people walk through the door, and everybody's saying hi, and 
and having a, a nice Dutch treat happy hour at, at a brewery. Yeah, that, that's super cool. So yeah. how did how did you, because you're the gentleman who came up with this whole uh, service, how, how in the world did you come up with this? Oh, that's a great story uh, and one I love to tell. I, uh, I've been an avid RVer since 92. I've owned all different kinds of RVs and have loved the lifestyle and been deeply in it. And I was in Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, in 2013. And it was the exact date was June 20th. (laughs) And I woke up at about 2 AM and I walked outside my coach and just was looking at all of the different RVs in the RV park. I was at Santa Fe skies RV park. And I thought to myself, I wonder if there's a website that I don't know. Who are these people and, and where are they all going and where are they from? And, I wonder if there's a website that I don't know about that all these people connect on. And I went, I went back inside and got on my computer and I started looking for a RV or social network. And I, I found a lot of, you know, forums and things like that, but there wasn't anything specific about location aware. And I thought, Oh my gosh, this is something that would be wonderful to build. And luckily I know some wonderful people that know how to build amazing things. I was, uh, uh, very in- deeply involved with the people that built a website called couchsurfing.com, which oh, yeah. is the uh, world's largest travel social network in the world. And right. uh, it, it was the very first peer to peer sharing platform uh, before Airbnb and before Uber and Lyft. And it was, uh, it was the first one of its kind when it, uh, when it was launched and there's, you know, over 20 million people that use that site. And so I called my friends that built that and I said, Hey, I want to build this thing. And for our viewers. And, uh, the first thing out of their mouth was Curtis, our RVs a thing. <laughs> and, uh, I, I said, I said, yeah, but you wouldn't know that because you're 12. Oh. But, <laughs> at any rate, um, it's a very big thing. And there's a huge community of millions of people that are out there doing this lifestyle. And, um, and so we built it. We launched it in 2014 in a beta format. I had some dear, dear friends that helped us with the launch and strategizing and advising. And that was Chris and Cherie uh, from Technomadia and some other friends. And it became kind of a collaborative effort. And uh, we put a great team together and we put it out in a beta format that was just absolutely god-awful horrible. And uh, we've been iterating on it ever since. And it's just gotten better and better. And we're uh, approaching 200,000 users and it just keeps growing every day. And it's, um, you know, we're not a big company. It's not, we're not Good Sam or some of these other big companies. We are our viewers. And so everything that we do uh, we take security and people's conversations and all of that stuff very, very seriously. And, uh, want to make sure that everybody's having a safe environment to be able to connect with each other. Cause that's what it's all about. It's not, as I tell people, it's not only about the places you go, it's about the people that you meet along the way. Yeah. That's yeah. a big part of the adventure. And Absolutely. Our, our village has really is so unique in that it is for our viewers and it really does facilitate this great networking. And we, we've talked socially, you know, about, oh, I can meet someone for beer or cookies. But there's also groups uh, for work campers. So you could theoretically find opportunities on our village as well. 
Right. And there are, listen, there's clubs out there, there's work camper news and there's, uh, the escapers, which is, uh, for working aged RVers and you know, these clubs, uh, they have incredible resources, but what we've built is what I like to call it is a very large body of water that can float many boats. So for instance, you, let's say you were a member of the escapees club because you wanted to deal with your mail forwarding and that kind of stuff, or you are a member of boondockers welcome because you wanted to find those, you know, free places to camp along your way. Um, all of these clubs have groups within our village and you can join our village and join those groups. And then you can be connected to those people. So in other words, if you uh, wanted to find out when another escapees member or another beer traveler was arriving in your area, you can set your notifications so it'll notify you when a member of that group arrives near you. And that's super fun. Oh, yeah. And I, and I have that alert set up. And I love, uh, I love if I'm in my home base showing off the local breweries. And yep. if I'm out on the road, I love finding them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and we don't have all the information, do we? We need no. each other for information. Yeah. And every once in a while, somebody will come up with something and it's like, wow, what a great find. And that's a big part of what travel's all about is finding things. You know, we all, we all know where if we go to the store and buy a certain beer or, or we all know all the big stuff, but it's those little unique finds that makes travel such an incredible experience in the U.S., and also, you know, it's not lost on me that buying an RV for those that are listening that are entering into the RV world and are really seriously considering it, it's not lost on me what a big deal that is. For all of us that have come before you, it is, I, I put it in the, in the same box as getting married or having a child or buying your first home. It's a big deal. And we do years of investigating. And then when we finally pulled the trigger, oh my gosh, how excited were we, Tony, when we right? pulled, that, pulled that first RV in our driveway and we were up all night pushing all the buttons and doing, <laughs> you know, and inviting our neighbors over to come and have a glass of wine in it. <laughs> the most exciting thing that we've ever done. But that being said, we do have a very, a fairly complicated machine that, uh, that we are now attached to and things, you know, things, it's not that they go wrong, but things stop working or something you need to replace this or whatever. And being able to be connected with other people that have the same kind of rig as you is super valuable. Yes. So we always encourage people. If you have a, you know, if you've got a Numar or you have a Tiffin to get into the Tiffin groups and, you know, I can't tell you how many times somebody will post, you know, I'm trying to find the doohickey next to the Frodo strand that does the thing. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know where that is. And within, you know, a couple hours, five people will chime in and say, yeah, you need to lift up the compartment. It's right under. Right. You know. Right. And, and being able to uh, be connected to other people that are like-minded in real time or even potentially near you is super valuable. Yeah, sometimes they may just come over and go, oh, here, oh, let me let me help you find that doohickey. You know, we had, I'll tell you a very interesting story. We had a, um, a man call, or he wrote us a, a support ticket to support at our village, and it was a very short note, and it said, I'm in the hospital. My wife is in the RV. Please call her. Wow. And so we went ahead and called her and she was an elderly woman 
And she said, oh, bless his heart. And she started to cry. And it turns out that they were part, they're full-time RVers. And she had just had a knee replacement. And he was in the hospital having a hip replacement. They oh, were going man. and doing it together. Oh, man. And she got the knee she got the knee replacement first and then he, she was going to be okay in the RV while he was in the hospital getting the hip replacement, but he had forgotten to dump the tanks before he went in and they were completely oh. full and, uh, and she couldn't get, she couldn't walk because she, her knee, she just couldn't yeah. get down. The step. And she had called the front office and I won't mention the name of that RV park, but they were horrible. They said, we don't get involved in stuff like that. And he had sent this message. And so all I did was I, I sent a push notification to anybody that was in 20 miles of where they were. And within an hour, somebody had uh, con made contact with her uh, gentleman and had gone over and got her tanks dumped and, and did all of that stuff for her. And I thought, now that's, that's great. Right. That's... Being able, one of the most valuable things we have is that we know where people are. And, um, yeah. or within proximity, you know, that we know where, you know, the, about where they are. So I, I don't know why I remembered that story, but it, it's just, uh, it's a wonderful community of people that are extremely passionate about what they're doing because of the, because it is such a big deal, you know? Yeah. And that is, that's an incredible story of, of our viewers are super people as it is for the most part. And that is just an example of, of what you've done is facilitate people helping one another, which is great. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, one of the things that we don't allow in our village, you know, let's talk about that for a minute. There's, you know, we, we love people connecting and joining groups and all this stuff, but we do not allow uh, any posts in public areas, which would be the home feed or on your profile or in publicly shared groups um, anything having to do with the three uh, hotbeds uh, of controversy, which are politics, religion, <laughs> and, and sexuality, right? Mm -hmm. So you can, there are plenty of groups in our village that are, um, I apologize for that noise. That's, if you can hear that, I've got some kind of construction going on over it, here. It sounds uh, like jets going overhead. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I thought maybe you're near the coast where the jets are. No, anyway, um, the, the nice thing is that our village is really very free of that stuff. I mean, you can find those groups and their private groups. You can find your groups on, uh, I think there's, I found a 420 group the other day, which I thought was <laughs> great. Um, and there's a, you know, there's a good size LGBTQ community and they have their groups and there's, you know, uh, different political and, uh, you know, our viewers for Christ, but they have their area that they can communicate with each other. So what ends up happening is we're connected to each other in the public spaces based on a common interest, not by a divisive one. And yeah. that's super, super fun. And, and earlier we had talked about, you know, posting a question about, let's say your RV or something. I've noticed that the tone of the responses is far more polite on our village than on Facebook because usually after two or three <laughs> responses, then here comes the trolls and that doesn't seem to be the case here. Well, you know, it isn't. And 
uh, and we don't want it to be. And we've got a wonderful staff and basically we don't have a high tolerance for it. If we find people that are, uh, uh, that aren't behaving nicely, um, we, we, we gently ask them to leave without even asking them. We just remove them. And, uh, we do that because we, we don't want to create a platform that is difficult for people to feel comfortable in and a place we want it to be a place where they feel like they can take off their hat and hang up their shoes and, or hang up their hat and take <laughs> off their shoes and, 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 relax and feel at home, you know? Yeah. That's so, super cool. One of the things I noticed our village is n- not loaded up with a ton of advertising, but for example, I just looked and there are three free overnight stays when I update my location. Oh, so it looks like... Are you a gold level member? No, just regular. I I will upgrade to gold now that I know more. Yeah, so there's there's advertising within the feeds, and it's done in the same way that uh, Facebook has done. Um, You'll see them not every other post. It's like every sixth post or something like that. And they're... You know, the interesting thing, the reason that you say that you don't notice it is because you are what we call a self-identified user, meaning that you're interested in everything having to do with RVing, you don't notice them because you want to see that information, right? You well, want right. it. You want to see an ad about uh, about a discount at an RV park that's near you. It's interesting to you because RV yeah. parks are expensive, you know. And one of the things that we're doing is we're connecting with with RV parks all across America. We have a program for them where they can. Uh, have themselves visible in front of our user base. It's subscription based for them. I encourage any RV park that might be listening to please contact us. Um, We have the ability to give you visibility or give the RV park visibility to RVers within proximity of you. And so as they're traveling through your area, and that's an ever changing audience, isn't it? And, uh, and so they definitely want to have that. Um, The reason that it doesn't bother people is because we're looking for those discounts. We want to find them. Right. I mean, the advertisements are completely relevant and things yes. that I am interested in. I guess that was, that was the point I was making. Yep. No, so. Absolutely. And we do have the ability also when we do have an advertiser, there's lots of ads in there that you're not seeing because they're not relevant to you, but they are to someone else. So for instance, there's, I'm, I see an ad in the feed about a uh, service center that's, uh, that's here in Florida, about 50 miles away from me. Whereas you're not seeing that. You're if you're on the West Coast, you're seeing something else, yeah, right? Is- so um, you do see things that are that are relevant to you. And there are people. I don't own a fifth wheel, so I'm not seeing the ads that are you know about hitches and things like that. That yeah. might be interesting. So the advertisers have the ability within ab- within our village to be able to target their advertising to the user that they're looking for. Yeah, it's very effective and it does, it's like I say, it's not at all invasive. In fact, it's of interest to me because I noticed a campground that we really like has a free night with a coupon. And I'm I'm going to take advantage of that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, can I give you, can I give your listeners some tips in using our oh, village? Oh, please do. Please. Especially for the first time. One of the uh, most important things is that if you, if you start using our village, even if you've been on there before, Use the website first. Don't use the app first. And it's not because the app isn't good. 
it's because the, if you use the website first, the app will make a whole lot more sense to you. And uh, the reason I say that is none of us learned how to use Facebook, for instance, from the app. We all joined it on the website, and then we got the app, and we use the app as a utility, don't we? We use it to uh, when we get our push notifications for somebody commented on your post, but we don't learn how to navigate Facebook from the app. We kind of did that by default afterwards. And the Facebooks of the world are... Uh, they have exquisite user experiences, but that happened because of hundreds of millions of dollars of development and thousands of the finest engineers that the world has ever known. And we are a little bit leaner. So you might find our app experience to be um, not as intuitive as, as some of these other big things, which we're all used to. So it can feel, it can be a little bit of a shock to the system. So the way around that is if you use it on the website first and become really familiar with it, the app will make a lot more sense to you. Yeah, but and the other, I think do, you've done a good job with the app because it's okay. it's relatively, you know, it's not convoluted or difficult. It's it's straightforward. I'm looking at it right now, as a matter of fact. Well, so. good, and and well, that makes me feel wonderful that that's been the case, and I hope that's the case for a lot of people. And if you, if they're finding that it isn't, the solution to that is to become familiar with it on the website. And uh, then, and then use the app. The other thing I want to mention is that um, when you go into our village, put your best foot forward. Fill out your profile. Put information in there. Tell everybody a little bit about you. You know, if you're not an RVer yet, say that. Don't be afraid. There's there's tens and tens of thousands of non-RVers that are on our village that are learning about the lifestyle. And um, fill out your profile as best you can, and then join a bunch of groups. Right, just. Uh, you can go on the home feed and if you see somebody posted something, for instance, in the full-time RVers group and you click to comment on it, it won't let you comment unless you've joined the group. Very similar to Facebook, right? You can't just go into groups and start posting things. Right. Start talking. And, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, just join the group and, um, and then you can comment and then you'll find that you've joined a whole bunch of different groups and it, you'll really start accumulating that arsenal of information that you've that you were seeking out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I definitely recommend that to people as well. And when somebody, when somebody arrives in your area, send them a welcome message. Everybody loves to get a little welcome after a long, hard day's drive. Just tell them yeah. welcome to the area. Yeah. No broken bones and nobody went to the hospital. The, and then the <laughs> last, the last tip is, um, in Facebook, we have our friends because we've actually met these people in real life. They're people we've grown up with or people that we went to school with or worked with or family members. In our village, everybody comes in a stranger. And so we friend each other. We send friend requests in a very, very different way. We do it when somebody has commented on your post or when you've commented on their post or you're a member of the same group. You know, send them a friend request. And the reason why that's so important is that when you post, more people will see your post because your friends will get a message that their friend has posted. And then they'll yeah. look at that. And you might have a question. So friend people when they like your post, you know, um, and uh, uh, most of the time people accept the friend request because there's no other way they can meet you. And then the other cool thing is you'll also get notified when any of your quote friends unquote arrive in your area. Yeah, so now sure. you have that wonderful opportunity to actually meet in person as well. 
That's cool. Speaking of groups and friends, you have a big gathering coming up. Boy, howdy, do we. We have our <laughs> big our big Spirit of the Road rally in Florida, in Live Oak, Florida. And you can read all about it by going to rvillagerally.com. And that's R-V-I-L-L-A-G-E-R-A-L-L-Y.com. Or if you're on our village, you can just click the rally button in the menu and it'll take you right there. And it is, uh, we, we had it there last year. It'll be our third uh, rally and um, it is growing like crazy. Last year was over double what we had the previous year and this one is is over, over double what we had last year already and wow. um it's it's a place where you can truly connect with thousands of people and we have big fire at night i've got my friend charlie smith who brings in these beautiful hand forged steel fire sculptures that get filled with wood and provide a warm wonderful spot for everybody huh. uh be able to hang out at night and during the day we have seminars and we've got exhibitors and uh, uh master classes on electrical and and uh bob wells is coming out who's uh uh has the rubber tramp rendezvous and cheap rv living and so we've got all kinds of really world-class speakers marianne from boondockers welcome will be there with their daughter they're going to be doing a big master class on boondocking and um excellent and then great music, incredible world-class entertainment. Our uh, headliner this year is Tracy Grammer, who is uh, one of America's most beloved folk artists, and she is just wonderful. I can't wait for everybody to really get a, a good earful of the concert that she puts on. And Wicked Truth, we've got bands, and we've got music at the Firebirds every night, and food, and it's just a great time. And so if you're looking for an event to go to in your RV... And even if you don't have your RV yet, you can come and tent there. There's tenting areas, so you don't have to have your RV. Come and learn about the lifestyle there. And uh, so I encourage anybody who's interested in coming to please do so. Yeah, it looks like a great rally. I, um, unfortunately, we're on this side of the country for right now, but that <laughs> doesn't preclude us from being there next year. Next Absolutely. year, yeah. And we're thinking about doing a Western one. I won't say too much more about that, but... Uh, uh, that's going to be happening in uh, at the end of the summer, and there'll be more announcements on that later. Oh, wow, that's that's exciting news! Yeah. So, well, it sounds like if you're not part of our village, whether you're uh, an, an existing RVer or uh, hoping to become an RVer, that you you know the price is right. It's a it's a great way to meet other people and get some super advice and. Uh, so I can't encourage you more as a listener or a campground to become part of this wonderful service that you've created yeah. here. Oh, thanks so much, Tony and Peggy. I really appreciate it. For the campgrounds, if you're interested in getting a hold of us and and working with us, uh, the best thing to do is just send an email to support at ourvillage.com and uh, give us some contact info and we'll get back to you. Sounds good. Yeah, it looks like a great, and uh, and now I think... I'm going to make reservations at one of these one night free or hundred percent off deals that I see here. <laughs> is, you can't pass that up. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. There's not, they don't happen that often, but there's a lot of these parks that uh, they really want to get people in to have the experience of their park. Cause they know you'll come back. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, 
thank you very much for your time and for creating such a wonderful service for us all. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thanks for doing podcasts like this. I can't tell you how important what you're doing is uh, for people to have a way to be able to uh, really hear the whole story, not just of what we do, but there's a lot of information to dis- to go through when you're getting into this lifestyle, or even if you've been in it for a while, there's always something new to learn. Yeah, and it definitely keeps the uh, the trips interesting, I hope, as people are rolling down the road with their RVs, and uh, so it gives them something to uh, to learn or or just be entertained so yeah absolutely and if we're ever in the area together i hope to meet the two of you up at a nice brewery brewery and we can uh, have a microbrew together absolutely well we yeah. do we do have plans for coming out to the east coast next year so, as well so right. That's well, right. we'll, do yeah. it, we'll we'll do it when we can i might who knows i might be on the west coast but we'll find each other in between right <laughs> sounds good That's right. yeah as long as there's road under the wheels or a campsite it's all exactly. good. Exactly. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you, Curtis. It was a real pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. I, you're welcome. If you're not on our village now, it's definitely, you're definitely going to want to get there. Yeah, for sure. While you were there, we had talked about our cookie theory. So, Peggy, right. what's your cookie theory? Well, my cookie theory is if you bake them, they will come. <laughs> yeah. If, if you sit around the campfire with cookies or beer, but you know, yeah, but, but so, everybody wants a cookie. Not everybody wants a that's beer. That's correct. Cause some people don't like beer. Right. So this so was a lesson. To, yeah, so I get to be the camp flirt and offer cookies to you, everyone in camp. I'm the camp flirt. <laughs> yeah, but they're my cookies. That's right. <laughs> Well, actually, they're your they're your grandma's. They cookies. are my grandma's cookies. One of our favorite recipes is my grandma's persimmon cookie recipe, and of course, you know when persimmons come into season and they're everywhere, and everyone at work is giving them away. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's trees are heavy with persimmons. That's the time to squish them all up and put them in the freezer, and they last. You know, you can put them in the freezer and use them forever. And then um, when you're ready, you can bake some persimmon cookies. They're pretty simple. We'll put the recipe on the website and they're yummy and they bring in the friendlies. Yeah. And I think uh, we have mentioned in the past, don't be afraid of that oven in your RV if you if you have one. Now, I got to say this about ovens. My RV oven cooks those cookies, bakes those cookies Better than grandma's oven used to do. My grandma's oven (laughs) never worked properly. We actually called them chocolate on the bottom cookies. And it wasn't her fault at all. Her oven was just really not very good. And she couldn't control the temperature very well. And the bottoms of her cookies always burned. She's not going to be happy I admitted that. But but it was the oven's fault. It wasn't her fault. And and so between the... um, stoneware which we use now at home and the you know even the oven i don't necessarily take a stone camping but this oven controls its temperature better and i don't have chocolate on the bottom persimmon cookies (laughs) (laughs) well they are good and so but what we've done is uh as we've said bake cook we bake a lot of well not we um i do a lot of the cooking but i don't do the cookies and so Peggy bakes a bunch of cookies. We always bring a couple of extra lawn chairs and we just sit out under the awning and as people come by, hey, want a cookie? Because uh, it's in my Camp Flirt article, which we'll link to 
uh, on our show notes again, which we talked about a little bit before. <laughs> so yeah. I, it's all about the show notes. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's where everything is. So, well, there you go. You got some cookies. You got to find a great way to socialize with other RVers. And there's a lot of information and lessons and groups and things on our village. So it's, it's really a super site. So hopefully you got some value out of this week's episode. We always try to give you something of value to take with you out on the road. Right. We um, hope that we succeed in that. Yeah, that's the that's one of our big goals. Um, quick thing, somebody said, so how do I support the podcast? Is there a subscription or anything? Well, yes, you can subscribe in whatever podcatcher you like. Apple Podcasts, of course, is probably the big daddy rabbit. But there are plenty of other ways. If you can get podcast on your device chances are you can find us there and if not let us know and i'll get you we'll I'll figure a way there. yeah well i'll go to my i'll come to your house like i do to all my other friends <laughs> <laughs> download a podcast <laughs> podcast catcher and subscribe for you <laughs> yeah she's actually done that for some of our friends i don't know if they're far flung we may not well maybe so. not but I'll talk you through it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're, we're happy to help. We want to be, we're, we try to be of assistance. And uh, anyways, as somebody said, so how do I support the podcast? And of course, those deals and discounts that we have, there's they're usually affiliates of ours. So if you, if something that is on that page is appropriate for you and you choose to buy it that way, we sometimes get a little commission. Also, we have a link to our Amazon store and if you buy anything through Amazon, and I think some of you may. Probably um, one or two people buy something through Amazon. Potentially. Uh, if you use that Amazon affiliate link on our website, uh, it doesn't cost you anything more. There is literally no change in price, but they give us a teeny tiny cut just because we referred you. So right. you, that's another way. And uh, so yeah, that's how you can... Support this podcast if you choose to, or just, you know, if you like it, put a review online. That, a review that really helps, helps too. That goes a long way for us. It really does. Hopefully we deliver a lot of value to you. That's the goal. So, well, thank you for listening. And, oh, one more thing. Yeah? If you've got someone you'd like to hear on this podcast, let us know. We Please do. We seem to be able to get these great guests and... Uh, I, I work hard at that, and it's really fun to talk to some of these super people. So if there's someone like, man, Tony and Peggy should talk to such and such, let us know. We will we will find them. We will do our best down. to talk to them. <laughs> 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 oh, man, we're just too silly. All right, everybody. Well, thank you again for listening. You have a fantastic week. And as always, happy, happy camping. camping. We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. But don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app. And visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping. <laughs>